0: Hey y'all, Allison here. A while back, I gave a talk at a monthly breakfast series called Creative Mornings. Creative Mornings is a global breakfast lecture series for the creative community. There are hundreds of chapters all over the world and each month, the chapter selects the theme that will be that month's subject. I was asked to speak on the theme of community. I thought I'd share my talk with you because at the end of the day, I see this podcast as an extension of myself and my mission here in Las Vegas And I feel that the podcast strives to build up a stronger, better informed and more empathetic community. By now you guys know about me, Um, but what you may not know is that I've been creating and fostering community in Las Vegas for a long time now. And what I've come to learn is that each one of my interests and passions deserves its own community. And sometimes you find yourself in a place where there is no community and you're just going to have to build your own. Find something that really inspires you, that nourishes and fulfills you and build community from that. Here in Las Vegas, I've found safety and comfort in the arts and culture community, the nonprofit sector, social justice, Latinx, and nature-loving communities. So in order to understand how I got here, it's important to know a bit about my history. I was born and raised in the state of Chihuahua, Mexico, by an American mother, a Mexican father, along with my younger brother. Because of this, my family was a little bit different from everyone else's, And I think like a lot of young people, I had friends, but still didn't really feel like I totally fit in. At school, I was Mexican, but at home, my upbringing was very American. I'd watch U.S. shows with my family, read the Babysitter's Club books, wear Laura Ashley clothes, so much about what I know about American culture I learned from the TV and although I would take summer vacations in Michigan with my mother's family all of my school experiences up to high school were in Mexico so that made it hard to relate to my uh, American family so both of my parents went to Michigan State University and it was expected of me to attend as well and so at 18 years old I moved into Hubbard Hall at MSU Having grown up abroad, I felt like a foreigner in the U.S. There's nothing that could have prepared me to navigate the social mores of the U.S. Things in this country were not entirely like they appeared on the TV. Not everyone got along, as it appears in the movies, and I found it hard to find a common ground with a lot of Americans. And I missed my family. A lot. I missed Mexico. I missed my friends and my boyfriend. And I kept finding things that I disliked about the university and the city that I was living in. I kept comparing it to Mexico and only saw things that, in my mind, it was lacking. MSU is a huge university, and it's easy to get lost if you don't have someone showing you the ropes. And I came from a small town in the state of Chihuahua. I didn't know about music classes, art classes, sports clubs... And since I was unaware of their existence, I didn't seek them out. It took me a while to find my footing, but I eventually found a group of fellow Latino students and we formed our own little community. So after I graduated from college, I was eager to start working immediately and I was lucky enough to find a job at the Consulate of Mexico here in Las Vegas. Now, I'd never been to Las Vegas, and honestly, it didn't really call my attention, but as I said, I really wanted to start making my own money and travel with my boyfriend, so I figured, what the heck? So my family drove me out, helped me find an apartment, we got a couch, and within 72 hours of my move here, I was settling in at my new job. The work, although very rewarding, was stressful from the get-go and very time-consuming. I didn't have a lot of time to decompress, and I started getting stressed out. I worked in the protection department, meaning it was our job to ensure that Mexicans' rights abroad were protected. This meant in criminal cases, we had death penalty cases. I had to visit inmates at correctional centers all over the state. I saw family cases involving child abuse, domestic violence. I once even had an aggressor threaten me for helping his victim. I saw labor issues, things regarding workers' compensation, work injuries, labor trafficking. Additionally, this was in the first few years of the Obama administration and raids were taking place and people were afraid. On top of that, I wasn't finding the city very appealing and I found it hard to make friends. I finally married my childhood sweetheart from Mexico and he moved to Las Vegas. After many years of living in a long-distance relationship, we were finally able to really have a relationship. Unfortunately, the honeymoon phase dissipated quickly and we came to realize that we had very different tastes and could rarely agree on things to do together. Discontent with the city and an absentee partner uh, led me to make a decision. You need to get out there and create opportunities for yourself. Get out there and find a job that satisfies you. Get out there and make friends. Find hobbies. Improve your city. And so I started going to networking events, gallery openings, Yelp events, anywhere I thought I could find like-minded people that shared my passions. And I learned a lot about local restaurants and bars thanks to Yelp and discovered new stuff too. So, you know, it was just a question about putting myself out there and talking to people. Um, I'm actually kind of shy and I really don't like talking about myself, so this was hard. But I was in a rut and I figured I had to take some chances and try new things. One of the best decisions I ever made was to submit an application for a downtown ambassador program created by the city of Las Vegas and United Way of Southern Nevada, the downtown Dynamos. This program was created after Mayor Goodman visited a town in Colorado and noticed that in the downtown area there were people walking up to tourists and the public, offering them recommendations on what to see and do in the city. I started researching Las Vegas' history, and I slowly came to appreciate it for what it's worth. I attended events at the Neon Museum, UNLV, local theater and community centers, and I slowly fell in love with the city and met great people. After the Dynamo's stint, I was hooked on volunteering and started looking for new places to help out. I volunteered with AFAN, Three Square, The Center, and kept meeting great people who were community-minded. And it's so crazy how many opportunities started to come about and I kept learning, growing and meeting new people. It's through the Dynamos program I met my future co-host of this podcast. Um, Through AFAN, I met two great friends who love art and theater and we make yearly trips together to visit museums in LA. We go to the Shakespeare Festival in Utah. I also met people involved in the theater community and started performing in plays at the Winchester Cultural Center. Through the Winchester, I learned that they were teaching improv classes, and I decided to take a few to polish off my public speaking skills. I'm now working on some really great creative projects with one of my improv teachers, and we regularly hit the town to watch plays together. Then, about four years ago, I started working at Catholic Charities of Southern Nevada as the legal assistant to the Director of Immigration Services. The clients that I served were the most vulnerable in the community. They were people living on the streets, People with criminal backgrounds, they were undocumented, fleeing gang and state-sanctioned violence in their home countries. And although I'd been involved in social justice issues before, I really started to realize the gravity of it, all the inequality and injustice that existed. And so I started looking for resources for my clients and build an awesome network of government and nonprofit professionals. I realized I couldn't live in good conscience if there was so much injustice in the world, and so I dedicated myself to make Las Vegas a community worthy for all of us. It was also at Catholic Charities that I met my sister from another mister, one of my best friends, a Guatemalan social justice warrior who sees me for my true self and to this date has been one of my biggest cheerleaders. We get together and we literally talk for 10 hours and it feels like time stands still with her while we discuss food, fashion, and bringing peace to the world lofty goals (sighs) so many times I'm approached by people that want to get involved but they're unaware of the issues or don't know where to start for me it's been helpful to get people out of their circle expose them to new people new ideas and learn to love and embrace our city because there's a lot of great stuff going on here there are a lot of creative people with great ideas and so how great does it feel to promote these awesome ventures I started to put together casual events that would bring people together from different professions and interests. I take film buffs to volunteer, my theater friends to academic events, my gringo friends to Latino events. It's so easy and comfortable to settle into one's routine and just go to the same events with the same people over and over again. But I find it rewarding when someone takes a chance and tries a different type of food, sees a new art exhibit, or tries a new sport for the first time. Speaking of trying new things, so one of the most gratifying and fulfilling life changes I've made has been in terms of fitness and appreciating the outdoors. I'm the type of woman who thought walking in stilettos was cardio fitness. I hated exercising. I also didn't like the outdoors much, which is hard in a state like Nevada. But then I started exercising and it made me feel super great, super vibrant, I also met a group of nature loving, beer guzzling people that I will call the Camperos. Thanks to them, I've been camping and hiking multiple times, and now I consider ecotourism an actual life goal. This group would later uh, become part of my production crew for my podcast, and I'm proud to say we've put out 15 episodes so far. (sighs) So, fast forward to early 2017. I, like many others around me, was feeling a little bit helpless after the election. So my friend told me about a nonprofit startup called Comunitas America. They wanted to land, launch a social impact program called Dwell. Dwell was a co-living space for young change makers in Las Vegas, a social incubator, if you will. These change makers would live and collaborate together to create a positive impact in the community. They were looking to create a cohort of community-driven people from different socioeconomic backgrounds, different professions, and perspectives on life. The idea was that interacting with people outside of their circle, they might be able to come up with more creative solutions that our city faces. So in college, I studied anthropology. Anthropology is the study of cultures. I find people of all cultures and traditions fascinating. I love to observe people and try to understand their interactions. This job was literally my jam. This was my opportunity to apply what I had learned in college and been applying in my daily life. I'd get paid to create and observe a community, guys. It's been a very fun process. I try to foster community by putting together social events, volunteer opportunities, and workshops to help us learn and grow together and give back to the community. We are now in the 15th month of our program and our team has volunteered countless hours, met a great network of professionals, and collaborated on a bunch of awesome creative projects. Another important takeaway in my journey to creating community is understanding that in order for any relationship to truly uh, thrive, it needs to be a two-way street. You need to encourage and support people if you want them to support you, and promoting awesome businesses and causes if they're dear to you. I try to use all my platforms to promote the work of that awesome volunteer manager at the museum or the cool artistic director of a local theater company. Recognizing someone else's hard work is the best way to cement a trusting relationship. I also try to promote local nonprofits whose mission I value and who need more community support to fulfill their mission. So building support and being a cheerleader for changemakers is a great way to build a community that reflects your values. Group of Latinos I befriended in college? Well, they've been in my life now for 15 years. We all live in different parts of the world, but make an effort to stay in each other's lives. They were the first people I turned to when my marriage went to hell. They are the people I can confide in 100%. And we love and support each other. I get to travel to visit them all over the globe. Travel is super important to me. And our future involves many awesome collaborations that I would never have dreamed of my sophomore year of college. Another thing that I've learned is that it is important in a city as transient as Vegas, um, loyalty. Loyalty to those that lend you a hand, help you step up. I've been super fortunate that both at the Consulate of Mexico and at Catholic Charities. All of my bosses have been amazing people that were always super supportive of my endeavors and were constantly pushing me to take on more. And I'm eternally grateful to them for believing in me and they know I'll always remember their encouragement and support. It's important to remember who helped you along the way. Another way I've taken on a more leadership role is serving as a board member for the YNPN of Southern Nevada. That's the Young Nonprofit Professionals Network. Our mission is to engage and support nonprofit professionals in our community through professional development, networking, and volunteer opportunities. I'm lucky enough to serve alongside other driven, passionate individuals who believe in empowering nonprofit folks that are doing good in the community. So at this time, Um, I am going to spell out the word community. Notice, well, I'll spell it out for you. C-O-M-M-U-N-I-T-Y. Notice the I in community. Throughout my talk, I've discussed how I've reached out to others to forge nourishing relationships and give back to the community together. But as important as a team is in building community and a life that fulfills you, you must be happy and at peace with yourself first. You have to work on yourself and take care of yourself. You need to realize that you are worthy and have a lot to give. Once you have a positive disposition, people will be immediately drawn to that energy and want to be a part of it. None of this would have been possible without my first and most beautiful community, my family. They have been my rock and my unconditional supporters my entire life. I am so So blessed to have such wonderful, loving people in my life that give their love so unconditionally so that I'm able to take that and put it back into the universe. Their support has allowed me to take both personal and professional risks, knowing that there are people at home who have my back, and so they are my ultimate community. In short, my advice for those seeking their own community is that you must be kind, generous, and true to yourself. My experience building community does not have to be unique to me. The strategies that I've employed to form relationships will serve me not only in Las Vegas, but I hope all over the world, because we each have the capacity to create a kind and compassionate community that loves and support us. I'd encourage all our listeners to keep tuning in and find more ways for you to build a more just and equal society for our entire community.